On this episode of the Bowl of Life podcast, Joe and I go over some commonly asked plant-based questions. This is a really great episode. You're going to learn what essential vegan ingredients to have on hand in your pantry, what to do with all those cans of black beans you have, and even we go over the best vegan subscription box that you might want to get your loved one from Christmas. This is a really good episode. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to the Bowl of Life podcast with your hosts, Joe and Sarah Hayes. We are so glad you are here with us today talking about food, faith, and family, and how each of those topics impact our everyday life. The purpose of this podcast is to provide you with the inspiration to live your life more abundantly. On this podcast, we will talk openly about what we consume. Whether that means what goes on our plate and in our mouths. Or what we see, hear, and listen to and how that can change our mindset for the day. We truly believe life is a journey. And that is full of lessons for each and every one of us to apply if we can get quiet and listen. We are so glad we get to experience this life journey together with you. So hey, go grab a spoon. Or a fork. And let's go. And welcome back once again to the Bull of Life podcast. Today, I actually have my co-host here. He's been absent for a while. Back at it here. Back at it. Allowed back in the sound booth. <laughs> so we have just been really busy with a lot of great guest interviews. And Joe has one coming up here soon too, a solo interview. So you'll have to stay tuned for that in the new year. We've just been able to talk with so many great people lately, or rather I have been able to talk with so many great people that um, we definitely wanted to get those episodes out so you guys could hear them. But I'm so excited that we are here doing a plant-based FAQ because that was so fun when we did that. Yeah, this is so much fun. Yeah, like we did that, oh gosh, right when the podcast launched. And I think this was supposed to be part of our monthly rotation of podcast episodes. And then life got busy. Yeah, yeah, I don't think we're too far off course, but we might have missed a month. Right, yeah, I think November got busy, although I don't know with what, because we've right. just been home. Yeah, just been home. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, um, well, except for we just got back from a little trip with my niece and my sister, and we recorded an episode with my niece, and ah, so super fun. But today we wanted to do this plant-based ask question episode because we know there are so many questions out there and there's such a variety of questions. Although when you start actually like diving in to the questions that we get, they're kind of the same, just asked in a different way each time. But um, this is a really great one. We have a ton of questions that are being asked out in the plant-based space. And, um, yeah, just kind of good to get those answers on the air. Yeah, should be fun. Yeah. All right. So our first one, let's see here, says, hey, guys, I'm vegetarian, but my husband's vegan. I'm into baking, but every vegan dessert I've made for him has not came out very good. Are there any desserts that are naturally vegan And my husband loves peanut butter. I live pretty rural area, so vegan butter and cheese are hard to find or they are marked up very much, like they cost a bunch more. 
That I know because we also live yeah. in a rural area. And, um, you know, our I will say our Meyer store near here, shout out to Meyer. Um, the vegan items are pricier, but they are carrying a lot more, which yeah. is amazing. Yeah, there, there's there's quite a bit. Right now, if I were to go over to our little tiny local grocery store over by a lake near us, like it's very seasonal, but even during in season, I think I have seen tofu there once. Oh yeah, and just yeah, just tends to be pricey no matter what. Right. No matter what you buy. Right. So yeah, and a lot of vegan baking ingredients. You know, they might lend themselves to being a little bit more expensive. Although, um, I would hope, you know, this lady mentions vegan butter and cheese. <laughs> I would hope that, I don't know, maybe you have a cheese tart. I, I'm not sure. I guess, I guess there were, you can make those like cream cheese tarts, strudel things, I think. Really? Okay. I don't know. Anyways, but not something that I would normally think right. of when I think of baking. Vegan butter, I think though, that... Um, I can't believe it's not butter. It's actually vegan. I would double check that source, but I'm pretty sure that um, that's actually a vegan really? butter. Yeah, and you can pretty much find I can't believe it's not butter anywhere. Yeah, that's everywhere. That's everywhere. So, um, yeah, so, you know, if you need a butter substitute there. But um, for the most part for vegan baking, to replace the egg, you would just need to make a flaxseed egg, which is flat ground flaxseed with water. Let it gel up. Actually talked about this with Katrina on the granola pan episode about um, she thinks that the flaxseed egg works better in making homemade granola bars even. So that could be an option when you're replacing stuff. Apple cider vinegar is another one that is a great substitute for vegan baking. She doesn't mention gluten-free here, which which is good because that just opens a whole nother, another thing. Um, we have a great peanut butter cake on our blog. It's a chocolate cake with peanut butter on it called the Peanut Nutter Butter Chocolate Cake. And our kids love that cake. And the, oh, yeah. I don't even know if they know it's vegan. I don't, yeah. I, Not that it know. matters. Because I'm always like, somehow when <laughs> when I, they're like, mom, we don't want that treat maybe to be vegan all the way. Um, his hunter is a vegetarian, so he, he could have, you know, robot or eggs. But, um, and I'm like, guys, you're thinking of plant-based, which might be a little lower sugar, lower fat. Vegan stuff in itself doesn't have to be low sugar or low you know oil fat you know those type of things so i you know i think there's that line that gets confusing there so if you're just straight up thinking of vegan baking i would most naturally you're going to be replacing your butter you're going to be replacing your egg and those are really easily done i'm going to put a link to the show notes in the peanut nutter butter chocolate cake link on our website which that um is a fantastic chocolate cake. Your husband would love it um, for this this person who submitted that question. Yeah, yeah, it seems like that would be a perfect match for that solution. Definitely. Be a solution for it. All right, our next question is, hi, I'm hosting a vegan Christmas at my house this year. What should I include in the menu? 
okay, definitely lots of yummy stuff we can suggest for that. That You know, and this might mirror a lot of the same answers I suggested for yeah. the vegan Thanksgiving, right. which that was on our other plant-based FAQ episode. I'll link that in the show notes. Um, you know, I would think uh, a nut loaf is always good. Yeah. We have a great uh, nut loaf recipe on our blog, as well as I've tried many other ones. And, you know, I don't think I've ever had a nut loaf that's that's bad. They're pretty much all the same ingredients, some beans, some nuts, some savory spices, mushrooms. Mix it all to a meatloaf type thing. Turns out fantastic every time. Other things you could think of, um, you know, like mashed potatoes. You can make those with with vegan butter, um, with, you know, non-dairy milk. Still going to get just as creamy. Right. You know, right. garlic. That's going to be a fine vegan dish. No one will even notice because everybody loves mashed potatoes. Right. And sweet potatoes again as an option, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, roasted vegetables. That's always a hit at... Um, any, I think, Christmas kind of dinner, everybody loves a good roasted vegetable. Right. And, um, we have a couple on our blog you could you could do. Um, specifically, I'm thinking we have a great sheet pan, which is Brussels sprouts, which is great at Christmas time. Brussels sprouts always are a hit at the holidays. And it has sweet potatoes, and it's got some mushroom and chickpeas and like a kind of sweet and savory glaze over it all. So that could be another option. So what else to include in the menu? You could do like a nice, um, you know, a nut tray maybe as an appetizer. Right. Well, just thinking through oh. the appetizers, you know, you you think about, oh, it's, you know, Christmas Day. Maybe you're getting together. Yeah, so you have, you know, meals. It seems like meal times are always kind of messed up this time of year, or at least from what we're used to. So you you might show up at someone's house. You might have a bunch of meals, right? Or yeah, exactly. <laughs> someone's coming over and they're like, oh, I need a snack or coming yeah. from a big meal. You could have, you know, a nice a spiced nuts sitting out. Actually, we just put together on our sponsored blog, Bad to the Bowl, 18 holiday appetizers. They're all vegan, plant-based. And yeah. there was even like vegan ricotta on the list that was came together quickly. Mushroom pate. I mean, gosh, I wanted to like eat everything that I was putting on the <laughs> list. Everything sounded so good. Let's see. There were um, stuffed mushrooms. There were holiday cheese balls, vegan cheese balls. There's just a lot of great appetizers. We'll link that in the show notes because that has a lot of great appetizer options. As well as it had a few drinks mixed in. Um, so, you know, if people are into that, um, other things that you could do, you know what? We also have a great cookie roundup, 32, uh, Christmas treats and cookies that you could have. Um, like I said, again, you know, just because it's vegan, it, that doesn't necessarily mean sugar-free. So you're still going to have lots of yummy vegan holiday cookies. They just aren't going to have egg in them or, or real butter so a lot of them would be made with like olive oil or a vegan butter which there are quite a few brands out there these days so those would be my options um yeah and th this is a little bit easier than if you know when i think back to that thanksgiving one i think that one we talked about oh how are we trying to mix a bunch of plant-based vegan options into a regular menu you know that this year just focusing on this question was this is going to be a vegetarian vegan Christmas, so hopefully it's easier on you if you're being the host. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Serve everything that you like. Right. There yeah. Go. Go with them. Yeah, hey, here's your options. <laughs> All right. Our next question. Hey, I just started a vegan diet. I'm 11 days strong, but my body is still adjusting to no meat. And I crave sweets now. And I also feel like I'm so hungry. What can I do? Yeah, you know, remember you talking about that. You know, right. The yeah, hung- you- being hungry and trying to figure out. Well, your body processes plants a lot faster. It, do- it does. And you kind of got to, you know, figure out that, that mix. So I would definitely focus on, um, you know, fiber foods. Unless you're having an issue with fiber. If you're having an issue with fiber, I would, you know, slowly maybe just add in smaller meals throughout the day. More snacks. Um, You know, I always have fresh vegetables on hand to snack on. Like carrots and celery and cucumber. Because those are filling. Um, If you, you know, eat a little bit at a time, they are going to fill your stomach. Now, the craving for sweets, I'm not sure where that would come from. Um, right. Maybe right. if you were eating a lot of sweets before, because I, yeah, that one, that one stumped me. Right. Why would, unless it's just kicked in for, for some reason that I, I, something different, I'm, I'm missing out on what I'm used to and boy, sweets sound good. I, yeah. I, I don't know. Right. Yeah. So, um, maybe if you're craving sweets. Maybe you think about grabbing a crispy apple that's sweet to good honey yeah. crisp is usually the sweeter type of apple. You know, grab a banana. Those are full of lots of fructose. Um, yeah, Joe yeah, said no on the banana because he hates bananas. But, yeah, I would try to think of some healthier options. Right. Or, you know, just, um, you know, like, so just think of those healthier sweets. It's going to be okay. Don't deny yourself. If you really want the vegan ice cream, go for it. You know, talked with lots of people on other podcasts about, hey, just don't deny yourself the one thing if you've been thinking about it all day because it's going to backfire on you. Right. Um, right. You know, but eventually, and I've been researching this a lot lately, how you can retrain your taste buds, and you will. It takes only, you know, fewer t- days than you think it does, 7 to 14 or something like that to retrain your taste buds. So just sit it out, but we are in the holiday season, so, you know, treats are a little bit more abundantly right now, so, you know, I yeah. guess if you're may, craving may, for that, get out of your system. Right, may, may not be the, the best time to try to cut it out as there'll be a lot of it around, right, but, or or it's a good test, like, hey, if I can get through this, get through anything. Right, yeah, so, so. just make sure, you know, to fight off that hungry pains which when you are super hungry it often doesn't lead to the best decisions as Rachel and I talked about on the podcast I did with her my niece you know that doesn't often lead to the best decisions when you're really really hungry so you know definitely make sure you're eating enough at each meal I like to think of it a grain a green and a bean you know beans have lots of fiber greens have lots of fiber and nutrients grains are going to fill you up gives your body that good dose of carbs. So I would definitely try to keep that mixture in every meal as well as then focus on snacks that may be a little more filling like hummus, you know, that's made with chickpeas. Do that with some crackers. Do that with some veggies. You know, have that as a snack. Have some nuts as a snack. 
you know, I would, I would try to, you know, think of those more filling snacks if you're feeling like you're hungry all the time. Okay, next question. Essential vegan ingredients to always have on hand. Well, this is great. We actually have this as a companion, a pantry staples list to, um, now that that's pantry specific, but that um, is included for really low cost when you get the supplemental um, grocery list that comes with our free ebook. So I think it's something like $5, you get the grocery list that goes with the ebook plus the pantry staples list. And I've heard great reviews on that list. I had um, someone who bought it email me and say, hey, this is great. I have your shopping list in hand now and I know exactly what to stock my pantry with at the store. So some essential ingredients I always have on hand in our pantry is a variety of beans, either dry or canned. I have uh, oats, gluten-free oats always in our cabinet. I um, always have almond milk in the fridge. Yeah. Yep. I always have dairy-free yogurt in the fridge. So those ingredients I stock up. I stock up on power greens or kale every week at the store. So that would be fresh ingredients. Lots of vegetables and fruit I stock up on at the store. You know, so, you know, just head to the produce section for your fresh ingredients and get whatever you, get whatever you want there. Right, um, right. I always have rice in the pantry, a variety of rice. I like wild rice blends. I like jasmine rice a lot. That's probably my favorite rice. I always have coconut milk, canned coconut milk on hand for like curries and those type of things. Um, freezer. I always have uh, frozen broccoli, frozen stir-fry veggies, you know, the Cal Cal California blend, I think is what right. it's called. Yeah. yeah. And then we also always have potatoes, sweet potatoes, onions on hand. Yeah, you know, and it's like, think through this year, you know, and stocking up, right? Some of those things were not always the easiest to find at times, and not encouraging hoarding or anything but <laughs> right but uh when, when you think of keeping your pantry stocked you know it, uh maybe you need a couple of extra of those once in a while if they're they're hard to find right but go back and listen to our episode with deanna from design this house about also um kind of mindfully stocking mm -hmm. your pantry so as as well with stuff that you will use right so those are i guess oh and cereal wise you know, I, I love cereal. I'll admit it. I've loved it my whole life. Um, I buy a bunch of specialty different brands off Amazon that are gluten-free, but always at the store, we always seem to be having a revolving um, gluten-free checks, peanut butter and oh, cinnamon yeah. <laughs> are our favorites, as well as like um, multi-grain Cheerios. We always have those around too. So there we go. We don't always have everything fresh in our no, house. no, no. <laughs> Love that cereal. And I think every family member here in our family would agree. All right. Our next question is, how do I roast veggies without oil? I want to cut out my oil. Well, this is great. I just interviewed Lauren from Well Elephant about how she reversed heart disease by cutting, going plant-based, which included cutting out oil, which when you have cardiovascular disease, you do not want high fatty foods and oil is a very processed fatty food, basically. 
So it's very easy to roast veggies without oil. I have tons of directions over on our sponsor blog, Bad to the Bowl. Just uh, look up oil-free roasted vegetables and it will tell you how. I used to, I guess when I first started and thought that I needed a substitute for oil, I used to always use um, a splash of vegan or vegetable broth. I used to use vegetable broth, a splash. Remind, don't go heavy on it though. You know, you don't want your roasted vegetables to be watery. That's gross. Or I would do like a splash of amino liquids and then omit the salt. Um... So those are two ways you could do it. I I probably wouldn't do water. I would use vegetable broth or amino acids. These days, I I don't use either. Right? Yeah. Really, you've gotten away away from that, and I just don't see them. Yeah. yeah I just it. throw them in the bowl. I throw in some seasoning. I mix it up, and then I throw them on our roasting pan. On parchment paper or silpat mat, which is like those reusable um, baking mats, and really, I I don't need any oil on those. Yeah, I mean it, it tastes great, and yeah, I mean it's not not like there's a sticking issue or something. Right. right? Yeah. I mean, you will um, stir, you know, right, maybe yeah, frequently you stay on top of it. You know, it's good rest roasted vegetable as well. Make sure that none of the vegetables are overlapping because they won't get that crispy to them but uh it's it's pretty easy and once you omit the oil again you're retraining your taste buds and you actually when you go back to oil stuff it's going to seem real oily no that's true yeah um okay so i would like to get a vegan subscription box for my husband for christmas i would love a recommendation for one well this is fun because i've wanted to gift gift something like this for years for people and I guess I've just never (laughs) never done it for whatever reason I think the most popular one that I know of that's out there is the vegan cuts monthly box um I think they might have a couple different ones of that some other ones that um I've just heard of that you might look up snack sack I've heard of that one good Fight Foods, that's P-H-Y-T-E. Um, let's see, what are some other ones? You know, I think you can go on Amazon and just search Amazon vegan gift boxes. Um, maybe, maybe vegan cuts isn't a whole, yeah, that, yeah, it's a, it, yeah, it's a monthly snack box. That's what it is. So lots of options there. I think they have a couple different ones that you could do as well. This sounded really interesting to me was this bean to bar chocolate tasting and pairing experience. So definitely if someone likes chocolate, they're all like vegan chocolates. That looks really delicious. (laughs) So if, if, you know, your person is a chocolate lover, get that one. Um, You know, just when you're looking around, just make sure, you know, depending on where you live, um, you know, that they deliver there because it might just be specific to like the UK versus Canada or US or something like that. So if you're in the US, Vegan Cuts, I've I've heard is really great. And don't hold me to this, but I want to say that Sweet Simple Vegans um, boyfriend. So the other half of Sweet Simple Vegan is, is Chris, I think. And he's actually like an official 
taste tester for the vegan cuts box and if you've ever seen his instagram he you know that he likes he likes snacks so i would definitely probably go with that one most of all use the vegan cuts box for your husband if he would like to do that. Now Joe's going to be like, well, where's my box? I like Yeah, snacks. I might have to check this out. Good, <laughs> good gift. Okay. I don't feel like I'm getting everything I need in my diet. I feel drained. I'm only on my fifth day, and I've just never felt so tired. Well, you know, probably I would say um, because you're kind of detoxing your body. You know, like if you're going on a vegan plant based and this didn't this person didn't get into specifics of what type of like plant based or vegan right. diet that they're doing. But, um, you know, I would definitely, you know, your body's going through a detox. It's going to be maybe tired or as it works to get rid of inflammatory ingredients and um, just process new fibrous foods. As well as B12. Now, normally I wouldn't say that probably the lack of B12 would affect you that quickly. But everyone's different. So it could. So I definitely make sure that you're taking a B12 vitamin. Um, Those would be my best bets <laughs> for that. So yeah. Um, okay. Okay. The wife and I went vegan a month ago. This is another question. We feel better while trying to learn how to cook this new way. We understand where we really want to be is whole food plant-based. And we're looking for any book recommendations for whole food plant-based. Well, this is great. I just, you know, this would be, again, I just talked with Lauren at Well Elephant. Whole food plant-based would be oil-free as well. So you're really just looking for whole foods, plant-based. I would look up um, Engine 2 Diet Cookbook is a great one. That's a... Dr. Esseltine's son, I think Rip Esseltine, I think is his name, and as well as um, Dr. Esseltine's books, uh, How to How to Reverse Heart Disease is a good one as well, and Lauren had the nicest things to say about the cookbook that went with that book. She said that helped her cook such delicious food when she started going whole food plant-based. So we'll link both of those in the show notes so you can go go check them out. All right, let's see. What are your favorite ingredients to mix with black beans? All right, Joe, what's your favorite what's your favorite food combo with black beans? Black beans. I guess uh I guess when I think of that I th- sometimes, you know, think of Mexican dishes that we do. Yep. So, Mexican dishes, so mixing your black beans maybe with some cumin right. with some fresh cilantro with some smoked paprika you know that would be delicious spread that on a tostado or a taco or nachos so definitely you can't go wrong with black beans i think that they're my favorite in any type of southwest taco dish yeah yeah it just that's just a good common dish for those to be in and yeah, some other ways um, we have over on the sponsor blog, Bad to the Bull, we have a smoky black bean beet burger, which is delicious. It has black beans and beets. We have a slow cooker black bean and rice soup. And if you didn't want to do a soup, you know, you could probably just do black beans over rice, you know, buy some oh, type of right. sauce at the store. So um, we also have a simple Cajun black bean potato bowl. 
So that's sweet potatoes, black beans mixed with some Cajun spices. Mix that with the avocado. So delicious and super, super easy as well. Um, you know, I've done um I've done a roasted cauliflower with like a butternut squash before and then threw black beans in at the last minute. So that's a delicious combination as well. So those would be, yeah. you know, some easy, easy dishes. Maybe a quinoa salad and you add some black beans would be another one. Um, I'm trying to think of any other black bean recipes. See. Yeah. Oh, that's our veggie bean burger. Um, these are some of our son's favorite veggie burgers. Oh, yes. Um we mix them with some Montreal steak seasoning. Yeah. So our any steak seasoning is, is great. And um, those are really good as well. You can, my favorite way is to have them in like a salad bowl. He eats them on a bun. Our son right. does. So. Right. Yeah. Either's, either's good. Either's good. So that would be some easy options, easy, easy options for that. And we'll link all those recipes in the show notes as, as well. Okay, someone else asks, why does tofu have, why does, why doesn't tofu have any taste? Oh, yeah. Mm, well, you know, so I'll go back to, you know, just like meat doesn't have any taste before yeah. you season it. Good point. Either does tofu. And, you know, this particular person said they've even tried cooking it, still no taste. Um, first of all, I will say it's an acquired taste. Um, it took it me is. a few times to get used to it. Marinating your tofu is key. You're right. It's all about the marinade. And I like to marinate my tofu at least all day, if not longer. Right. So, you, what you, you, yeah. I don't think you can, I haven't seen that you can overdo it, really. No, not really. So, what I like to do is um, drain your tofu, press your tofu, press it really good. Slice it. Um, the block that I buy makes six even slices really well. And then marinate it. I often just do a marinade of equal parts soy sauce, maple syrup, and liquid smoke. And then you're adding a little bit of sweet, a little bit salty, and it turns out really good every time. So... I would definitely the key is in the marinade as well as maybe you just don't like the extra firm tofu. We learned that. Oh yeah, right. We don't like the extra firm right. tofu. We like firm tofu and a lot of recipes call for extra firm. I don't know why. I guess there's that a lot of extra firm tofu lovers out there, but we are not a family of that. So maybe just change up the variety of tofu you use as well. Right. Yeah, is that really going to matter in the I don't think that really matters in those recipes, right? Even though it calls for it? No, not really. So I think it's just all preference. And preference, right? I think and just a firmer tofu, it seems tougher to me. I don't know if that's a Right. No one wants a, something tough to eat. But, I mean, yeah, t to your point of, um, you know, I never thought about that when you mentioned meat. Everyone seasons that. So, right. I mean, it's, it's, no, it's no different. And... To season and marinate how you like. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So our next question here, let's do maybe two more. Okay. I've been vegan for six months and now I want to start cooking with mushrooms. I'm overwhelmed by all the different types and what they are best paired with. 
completely lost. Okay, so there, yes, there are lots of different mushrooms out there. Gotta admit, I usually stick to standard varieties, portobellas, baby mushrooms, white mushrooms. Maybe we'll buy a shiitake mushroom every now and then. Not that often. We have a great mushroom recipe roundup on our blog, which has a variety of mushroom recipes. So that's over on badtothebull.com. Just uh, search mushroom recipes, and that's going to come up with that, and you'll see a variety of different mushrooms. I mean, quite honestly, there's a lot of fancy ones out there. You can spend a lot of money on oh, mushrooms. Oh, yeah. I mean, what are those ones that are so popular in Michigan to hunt every spring? All the morels. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. like, people yeah. go nuts about those. I've actually yeah. never had one, but people say they're yeah. so good. Yeah, you know, yeah, they, they're, you have to hunt. They're, they're hard to find, and. I've only had them a couple times and they were good, but I think, you know, once again, I don't remember how they were prepared. That's probably some of it too, but yeah, they were, they were really good, but yeah, you have to like mushrooms. Some people just don't, right? It can be a texture thing. Be a texture thing, but yeah, again, I think, you know, you got to season them. I'm not a big fan of raw mushrooms at all. Right. Like they're just spongy to me, Right. but I like roasted mushrooms. I like grilled mushrooms. I like... Um, mushrooms that have been marinated. Now, the key to mushrooms is you don't want to marinate them too long. Um, right. They'll kind of break apart, you know. Um, but a good 30-minute marinade with some maybe balsamic and soy sauce is really good. And then roast it or grill it, air fry it. Yeah, yeah a lot, lot of air fried mushrooms. No, no, we no, need to do that. We need to, yeah, I was just thinking. I was like, when, yeah, I don't remember doing okay. that. Okay, yeah. All right, add, we need to air fry down. mushrooms. Yeah, we'll, we'll get something on the Let's, blog about that soon. <laughs> But now even, that it's on our mind. But even preparation, we're learning something new recently about preparing them too. And do you need to wash them necessarily as much or how do you prepare them? Right? Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's all in the preparation. Right. It's all in how you prepare them, no matter what mushroom or variety you have. You know, and I'm sure, you know, yeah. So it, it just comes down to that. So I'd go take a peek at the vegan recipe roundup of the mushroom ideas and you're, I'm sure you're going to walk away with more than a few recipe ideas that you that you can't wait to try. Okay, let's see. One more question here, Joe. Let's see here. Um, yeah, I don't know if I have any more, actually. Okay, wait, here, one last one. I'm trying to find a good recipe that I can meal prep. I like to make enough food that it can last for two weeks in the freezer. Oh, yep. Okay, yep, we, I do too. All about Man, that. I yeah. love meal prepping. How many little Tupperwares do we have in our freezer of stuff? <laughs> hey, it came in handy yeah, during oh, the pandemic. Like, we were actually a little worried that everything was getting eaten in the freezer. Because <laughs> I just freeze every little lefto- leftover I have. Great, uh, if it can be frozen. Right. If Right. And we've learned that even some that we didn't know could be frozen, they, you know. They, they don't they turn out right. too bad. Uh, not too bad. So, um, what things do I like to meal prep and freeze? Soups. Yeah. Soups are probably my favorite to meal prep and freeze. Our red lentil sloppy joes always have a batch of that in the freezer. Um, I kind of separate into smaller containers so we can just just pull it out. Quinoa, I'm always 
throwing leftover quinoa in the freezer, leftover rice. I've mentioned earlier I love jasmine rice is some of my favorite rice. Um, I love to cook it with coconut milk, and then I just freeze a bunch of it. Pasta, we freeze pasta a yeah, lot. A lot of pasta. Lasta pasta, a lot. <laughs> I can't talk. A lot of pasta, we freeze. Um, I'm trying to think what else are good freezing. You know, actually, there is actually a vegan website. I think it's called Vegan in the Freezer. And she's like the queen of everything that can be frozen that's plant-based vegan. So I'll link her in the show notes because, honestly, that's going to be a fantastic site, site to look at. You know, you could probably freeze some type of like tortilla dishes, um, you know, like a stacked kind of enchilada type thing with, you know, right, beans right. And, and stuff. Um, those could be as well. I mean, and then if you're a, a smoothie person, there's a, a lot of things you can. Smoothie prep. Yeah. yeah. Smoothie prep. Yeah. Smoothie prep. Your your items, fruit. Um, you know, I like to make kale cubes for my smoothies. That's great for meal. If you're throwing a green cube in a smoothie to kind of pump up the nutrients in your smoothie, that works as well. So those are a few, a few ideas. I will list everything in our show notes that I've mentioned here because we've gone over a lot. And we hope that you guys found this really helpful. We really enjoy doing these episodes. It kind of makes us think like outside of us. Yeah. Too, like, oh, well, we should try that or we need to do that. So yeah, I'm, thanks I'm again for all the questions. And if you have any questions as well, we have a Facebook group, the Eat More Plants Facebook group. You can find that on our sponsored blogs Facebook page. So on the Bad to the Bull Facebook page, you can link to that group there and you can ask us any questions in that group. And we would love to hear from you and love for you to join that group as well. So we'll link that in the show notes and um, come join us over there and ask away on your questions. Yes, we'd love to have it. So this has been such a fun episode. Thanks, Joe. It was great to finally see my co-host. I was thinking yeah, that you were just going to be a picture on the podcast art. Yeah, good to be back. Gotta, gotta, gotta stay involved here. <laughs> gotta make Stuff. an appearance every yes. now and then. So, all right, guys. Thanks. I have so much fun on these episodes answering your plant-based, frequently asked questions. Did we miss answering your question? We would love to answer it on our next episode. Just send us your questions on anywhere on social media at Bad to the Bowl. We can't wait to hear from you. And just a reminder, you can find all the notes for this episode, including any links we mentioned, at badtothebowl.com forward slash 16. Again, that's on our sponsored blog, badtothebowl.com forward slash 16. Thanks.